How are you? Hang on, I'm going to stop you there, Raymond. Before we get going on this week's podcast, this is a little reminder, if you wouldn't mind, to rate and review at the end. You can also subscribe so you automatically get our latest podcast the minute we put it up. I think you mean drop. Drop what? <laughs> did you just say drops? Yes, I did. The podcast drops. It's not land. <laughs> no. I always prefer when you say, hit that subscribe button. Well, whatever you do, make it easy on yourself and subscribe. That's better. Hi, you're listening to Jenny and Ray at home. I'm Jenny. I'm Ray. And we're at home. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I was talking to them, not you. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? How was your week? You can answer that one now. Yeah, it was topsy-turvy. Um, bit of this, bit of that. Huh? Bit of negative, bit of positive. That's life, really. It is. That's that's everybody's life. That's everybody's life. Um, so, yeah, I'm on the other side. It's fine. It's not a week I'd like to repeat. To oh, my God. <laughs> Hang on a second. Gee. Yeah, but say. yeah, and you actually answered honestly. You know, most people, <laughs> how you have to be, yes, Grant. That was like, there's so much to unpack there. No, but... It, like, if you were to ask most people, given the choice, yeah, you know, uh, some weeks you go, yeah, I'd love to live that week again. And other times you'd like to go, you know, no, sorry. If 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 I had the choice, I'd probably, yeah, erase that from my memory, from life. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you're, very, you're a very interesting human. No, not actually. You are. Quite boring. The way you're, boring. the way you're, I've never in my life thought I want to relive that week. You've asked, you asked me. I, I said, how was the week? Yeah. I know, but the way you're, you're, you're <laughs> analysing it is just, I'll tell you what, I'm Mrs. Positive. I'm going to talk to you about something that happened last week and that I want you to go, ooh, yeah, maybe you did. Remember we were talking about manifesting things? Yes. Do you remember in the podcast last yes. week and you were like, yeah, what's that about? And I was trying to tell you in, uh, very unscientific way what it was, you know, putting it out there into the universe. And I did mention the podcast that you were raised. I just mentioned the word. I remember I said, does PPI even go on anymore? What is it anymore? And we were joking. We said Imro. And then what happened? What happened on Friday? What did you win? What did you and your <laughs> team win on Friday? Yeah, we won an Imro. You won an Imro? Yeah, yeah. There you go. But you are the one, you see. You, you have to make up your mind what you're what you're telling me. Yeah. Because you're the one you go, well, if you know, if you're taking the positives, you have to take negatives and actually they cancel each other out. So just don't pay attention to either. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's not about not when you when the good things happen, not celebrating those. No, but you're, that's ridiculous. It means you it's you live through every single thing. You just don't attach too much to okay. them. Okay. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. go, fantastic, brilliant. Yeah. But it's not like the be all and end all. No, it's not. No, But no. you were, you know, that is a really positive thing. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. But if you yeah. enjoy those yes. and get exhilarated and get a dopamine rush, mm. uh, well, then when something bad happens... It's okay then to feel a little bit down. Absolutely. Of course it is. Yeah. A little bit sort of beaten up. Yes, definitely. But again, it's not attaching too much to that. Because what, what can do happen you mean is attaching. What what I mean by that is not allowing your thinking mind spiral you down and down and down. Feeling it, acknowledging I feel bad, that that made me feel bad. Yeah. Acknowledging that. 
but then moving on because you are now in the present. That's what I do. Yeah, so that's what I mean by attaching. You ask the question, so there you go. That's what I do. Succinct answer. Yeah. Thank you. So you're allowed to feel a little bit shit. You should feel everything. For an hour or two. You should feel everything. And then move on. Yes, and then move on. And then you win something and you feel brilliant. Yeah. For maybe a day. Yeah. And then you go, Grant. Yeah, Grant. Next, we've got to do the show now on Monday. Good luck. Anyway, we move on. We move on. Uh, I ran barefoot today. Oh, there's something I haven't done in a long time. It is so gloriously wonderful. I can't put into words how brilliant it is. Now, I'm very lucky. We're very lucky in that we we, we live very close to UCD and they have manicured pitches there. So there's no fear of running on. (laughs) I'm just I'm just thinking no fear of running on. Bit of fear of running on an old shite there. Yeah, what this, what, what harm? <laughs> would you not mind that? I wouldn't really mind that. Oh, that is no, no, no. No, I would mind if if I ran on a sort of an upturned twig <laughs> or a piece of glass as opposed to grass. Yeah, um, but it's worth it. I just, I, I, I'd forgotten how brilliant it was, and I just people must think I'm half mad because, firstly, the minute you do it, you you've this big huge smile smacked across your face, and then. You feel like you're running faster. You feel like you're lighter. You feel superhero-like. And then the mad thing is when you put your runners back on, they feel like they're, they're some sort of space-age uh, hovercraft-type uh, shoes you have on. Oh. So you get this lovely lift. Bouncy feeling. Bouncy feeling. So, yeah, that was that, that's to be recommended. Now, make sure, you know, you watch know where you're, you're running. running. Yeah, watch where you're running. But I told you that before that... On the day of our wedding. Yes. I, I ran barefoot around mm-hmm. a field up in wherever it was, County Meath. Wherever it was. Slain County And it Meath. lifted me, ready for our union. <laughs> <laughs> our joining together. The Kellys and the Darcys. The Kellys and the Darcys, yeah. Kelly Darcys. So that's a beautiful day today. Oh my God, it's such a beautiful, beautiful day. day. Get out there if you can. Do you know who we had on the radio on Friday? Ian Dempsey. Ah, Ian O. He is a legend. He is. We've never interviewed each other before. Well, I've never interviewed him. I don't think... He, no, I did it on the telly. What? But Mario was beside him. Yeah. I never interviewed him on his own. Um, and in a radio. And it was like... I'm sorry. Are you sure about that? I'm nearly sure about it. I'm not so sure about that. I might have popped into the breakfast show to say... He's definitely interviewed you. No, I might have popped into the breakfast show to say, blah, 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 blah. We're doing this. He's definitely See you at has. nine o'clock. And obviously Mario has. You're on his podcast. Mm. But Ian, no, you have. No, I, we, he was on the telly with Mario. Yeah. But apart from that, no, we haven't sat down where, you know, it was 20 minutes. Yeah. It was eyeballing each other. I'm going to have to listen back because I can only imagine how <laughs> awkward it was. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't as awkward as I thought it was going to be. Okay. See, there's sort of, we, we've been, I've been following him around. You know, so he yeah. did the den, then, then I did, did the den. He moved off to Today FM, then I moved off to Today FM. Yeah. But we were at a time when, by the time we were finished at 12 o'clock, Ian had left the building, which is rightfully so. Yeah. So we never see each other. No, not really. No. I was always him. It was like the three amigos, him, Mario and Tony. Yeah. I think it is fair to say that he is an Irish legend. Completely. Isn't and it? Like, do you think every single person in, Ar- in Ireland knows who Ian Dempsey is? Ah, of course they do. Of course they do, yeah. Like, he's been on the radio for, what did he say? Since he was 19. Wow, what a voice. And he's 60. Such a good voice. He sounds, like his voice doesn't change. Do you know what I mean? 
you know it's going to be embarrassing? Okay, what? I'm, I'm actually getting embarrassed now because he yeah. listens to this. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, do you know the way you're talking away as if nobody's listening? Well, now you've just made me feel sorry, self-conscious. Sorry, sorry. I don't ever think about other people listening because then that makes me feel self-conscious. Sorry, sorry. I just okay. think we're having yeah, a chat. He's not listening to this. So one. I'm going to pretend that you didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. He did say at the end, he said, just to, before yeah. I go, okay. just to set the record straight, we get on. Who said anything else? Like, who's who? Was, is there, quite, has somebody quite, written about it's that? It's quite funny. I'd, I'd never read it. I'd never read it. Maybe he felt that you, maybe he felt that you thought you didn't get on. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No? No. No, no, and, and he there was there was that funny moment at the start where I think <laughs> he thought he was uh, interacting with Mario's version of me. He actually, I think he actually <laughs> said it. He said, "He said I'm used to interacting with no, you." No, 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 porridge. <laughs> now, hello, Ian. How are you? Have you been for a run today? I think yes. you mentioned porridge. Yes, porridge. <laughs> lovely running barefoot. Lovely Kildare. Lovely. See, I, I don't even talk like that. <laughs> I don't even talk like that. <laughs> Hilarious. You are hilarious. Um, now here's here's a debate, right? This okay. is this is this is a big thing and it's it's not it's a very much a, a first world uh sort of predicament. Oui. But so yesterday I hung a picture in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I feel like I've co- I've created this problem myself. And actually, can I just do you mind if I just jump in for a second? What get your defense in first? No, it's not in my defense. But I was over picking up Thomas on a play date yesterday, and I arrived over, and um, the parents were sitting there really nice. We had a no chat for about fifteen minutes. They were just chatting about the fact that during lockdown they started doing more stuff themselves. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I think that's everybody. I said, like, I said, Ray started doing a lot of DIY. I said, initially I was a bit like, oh no, come on, we've just painted that wall. And I was a bit nervous. And now I'm like, no, this is brilliant. You know, so we're embracing the DIY. I was like, I even let here, him, here, here. I here. even, pat I said, me, pat me on the head I now. said, I even <laughs> let him cut my hair. That's how feral I've got. But anyway, to get back to you and the DIY, I then walked into the house. And you legged it because you were going up anyway to buy something or other, a yeah. clock or something. And I noticed <laughs> it's another that, story. <laughs> I noticed that you'd hung my anniversary present, which yeah. is absolutely gorgeous, by yeah. the way. I love it. Yeah. You'd hung it. It's a bit high. No, you see, it's here's a bit the thing. High. Here's the thing. It's a bit high. Without getting into too much detail and boring you to tears. I, so, think that, I think they're already. <laughs> there's a step. There's a step. And this is the thing. There's a step. So when you were actually oh. in the kitchen. It's at the right height. at eye level, right? Oh, but when you go down the step where everybody else goes, no, it's no, too high. You're more likely to be reading it from the kitchen than you are from the... No. Uh, this sounds like the house is huge. It's not at all. <laughs> there's there's, a, there's a, a step. Just a step. Down to, you to know... To the living room. Yeah. Open plan. Yeah, open plan. Yeah. Dermot Bannon would be proud. Yeah. It's not designed by him, but it, you, you could imagine it was. I'm never letting Dermot Bannon into my house ever. He's <laughs> so judgy. Oh. No way! Oh my God, no. Can you imagine? No. Sorry, Dermot. Dermot. But that's like saying to a psychologist, oh, you're, you're, you're analysing me now. They, they don't. No, no. But you're not, what sort of a world would he live in? What sort of a life would he have if I've, every time you went into I've somebody else's house? I've spoken to Dermot and he has. He said, oh, I've gi-, he says, I'd give that a seven or something. I've got, oh, he was just He was just playing to the gallery. Anyway, it's a little bit high. Say. Well, 
just a little bit. It's this is what I always heard. Now again, who said this? I don't know, but this is what I heard that whenever you hang a painting or whatever, that it should be at, now you're going to go, who's eye level? It should be at eye level-ish. Yeah. Do you know, not yeah. like a seven foot. But it is at eye level. It if is at eye level. you're standing up on the step. Yeah. But yeah, but no, you're not. So what do you do then? You if you bring, bring it, it down, down, it's not at eye level then. There, it's, it's, it's a conundrum. There has, there has, it's a conundrum. There just has to be a happy medium. But unfortunately, now what you have to do, which is even just so annoying, you now have to go and buy that filler stuff. Then you've got to get match the paint you've got to fill the hole and then you've got to do it all over again. Yeah. And don't get me going on the clock. <laughs> so, so I rushed up to Harvey Norman's to get a clock. You were, you were determined to get that, that clock. Well, it's, it's Saturday. You feel like you have to achieve things. Yeah. And, and that I've been, that clock is the wrong clock. You see, the, the other one that we had there for mm. years. And also tells the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> the wrong clock <laughs> so tells the like, wrong time. Oh, it's 22. <laughs> Shit, it's 10 to. What? It's ten to no, it's not. No, it is. It's ten to actually. That clock's wrong. It's been wrong for about two years. <laughs> it's easy to fix it, but it's also the wrong size because I just put it up there because the older older clock, which was a bigger clock, that suited that space. But this one was was a yoke that I got. It's a little bit small. It's an IKEA one that I got small. for in here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was in here to just yeah. So, tell the wrong time. So, so finally yesterday, I went up and got the bigger clock. Yeah. And I showed you a picture of it. No, I said to you now, I really should be there. No, but I showed you a picture yeah, of you. Said, said you, you gave it there. your thumbs up. I, eh, yeah. I said I'd have to see it. Yeah. And then I brought it down and then, no, it no. didn't suit. didn't no. suit. No. no. You get sort of disheartened then. And you go, why bother? Why bother hanging pictures? Why bother making a dash up to Harvey Norman's to get there before six o'clock to get a clock to so hang it on a Saturday? It's all part of the process. What? It, it's all part of the process. It's fine. The process of what? Of life. Just getting stuff done and then go, no, that didn't work. I'll do it again. You'd love the guy in the hardware shop I went into. Now, I went into two hardware shops, a traditional Irish one and then uh, a big chain one. Okay. So the first one I went into anyway, um, I was looking for wall plugs because the, they're the <laughs> things that you put into a, a wall and then you put the screw Before in. Before you put the screw in. Yeah, but there are two types of wall plugs depending on if it's a sort of a cement brick wall or those. Yeah, flimsy old, walls. Yeah, what do you call those? I yeah, know partition wall. Partition wall, blah, blah, blah. So I was looking for, I'd seen this online. Yeah. This new duo power thing. Oh, yeah. That's a super duper wall plug. Oh, cool. And it's sort of, super duper wall you put it in. <laughs> Go on, talk, then, talk to me uh, about when, it. When you screw it in really yeah. hard, right, right. it explodes on the other Jesus. side. Jesus. That sounds very dangerous. <laughs> Anyway, needless to say, this particular shop didn't have the super duper push hard exploding. So did you plus. describe it like that to the man as he's eating his burger looking at you? What? That was a different shop. That was about? the bulb shop. You, was... you want something that goes into the one that explodes? Anyway, your man gave me these things. And he says you should, you should. He says it's it's trial and error, and I I, I recoiled in horror, yeah. knowing you. He'd leave us in. Try it a few times and then she'll she you work it out. Me. But, yeah, I, but you can't. You're There's no room for Bud- error. You're talking to Buddha over There's here. There's no room for error. I don't react. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So that was the end of the story. I got to use your cordless drill for the first time. Right. When did Mine? You got, yeah, you bought it as a Christmas present. Oh, sorry. I thought is, you that, is that a good I present? I thought you bought it from me. I was like, I don't remember that part. No, you bought me a cordless grill. Drill. A cordless drill. drill. Oh, that's years ago. It's a long time ago, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. a hard man to buy presents for. I think a lot of women say this about the men in their lives. Like I remember with my dad, 
he got always the crappest presents. We just buy him a bag of jellies. He was just impossible to buy for a me. bag of jellies. Yeah, he loved jellies. <laughs> I know, but that's an insult to him. There, man. there you huh? go, bag of jellies. All he's done for you, put you through school. He didn't want anything. Loved you, reared you. Didn't want anything, and he tell us that constantly. And then with you, you're the same. You're a difficult man to buy presents for. I don't. I don't particularly like presents. What? I like the odd time treating myself. I know what you mean. I'm a bit like that too. I am a bit like that because you kind of know what you like and then if you do really like something you are going to get it. You and know, you within to, reason. You, you don't want to offend somebody. No. Either. Now, again, the anniversary present was absolutely beautiful. So that is, I've said that twice now. So. Thank you. And that lovely birthday present you got me as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the thing that I had to change by 15 times. No, you, you, I didn't know what I was buying. That doesn't microphone. make microphone. That that's doesn't a, make chips. That's it. That's a beautiful microphone. That doesn't make chips. It is. It's 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 the, art. Yeah, the original one did make chips. Come here, one of the emails that we got in, Jenny and Ray Home at gmail.com was telling us uh, about the Bob Ross documentary. Oh yeah. Hello, I'm Bob Ross. Hello, I'm Bob Ross. Um, that came in from um, Marianne. She sent us that email, just letting us know. You oh, know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, documentary yeah, 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 was out there. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, we never went back to that. We watched about half of it. And then, I don't know. I think we just went, it, was, it just felt like it wasn't going anywhere. And now I'm worried that we've missed something huge about Bob Ross. No, we've, we watched it twice. So we gave it a second go as well. Yeah, but we, did, we never finished it's it. It's very slow, but you would expect that from a man. Yeah. Who says, or just, just drag up the old easy chair and enjoy relaxing half hours. You see? Such a beautiful voice though, isn't he? His, I mean, some of the things that I learned about him were that his hair is not his hair, if you know what I mean. It's permed. It's permed. And his voice. Yeah. In your world, you make these decisions, decide where all these little things live. Sort of an affectation. He kind of decided that. Yeah. And also, and I mean this in a good sense, not in a creepy sense. He was fond of the ladies, so he knew... The la- you said that to me before, and I was like, "Ray, he knew oh, the he language knew his audience, and his but he knew his tone. audience, yes, yeah." What he was saying, like, "Stroke, just stroke the." Br-. All the ladies were like, Whoa, <laughs> "Bob, stroke, stroke me, Bob, stroke me, me. Bob." <laughs> Jesus, Bob. Yeah. yeah, so we were waiting for revelation, and maybe it is at the end, and somebody <laughs> might tell us about it. Maybe we we'll just we should just watch. It, it was quite slow. It was quite slow. Now you would expect that, you know, because it's Bob. Bob. Let's see if there's any more Bob there. In your world, in your world, you make these decisions, decide where all these little things live. Thanks, Bob. Oh, it's just lovely. See you, Bob. Come here, do you remember um, many years ago in Today FM? I don't know if you remember this. Close your eyes and I'll, I'll <laughs> Bring picture me back. the scene. Okay, so you're sitting in your chair in the studio and we kind of lean you back and then... Mairead and myself I'm just imagining I can't really remember Mairead and myself I can't imagine Mairead doing this maybe it was Will okay Will got a box and took out some snails and placed <laughs> them on your face do you remember that? Were, were these the same snails that we had racing the day before? yeah probably but look <laughs> I do I do do you remember that? yeah I do I do because I was looking at the Indo yesterday and I came across a picture of a woman with a snail on her face and I just went I just went oh my god do you remember that? I was thinking, because that was something to do with cream and face and yes, it's really good for your skin. It, it, it's the trail they leave seemingly is very good for your skin. And, and people had put together some sort of serum yes. of, of snail slime. Yes. Uh, and we thought that the, the next best thing, well, better than that is cut out the middle sort of tub, if you like, uh, and go straight to the snail. So you, I think you had five or six miniature snails 
on my face. Yeah. How? How? Yeah. Did I agree to do that? But look, oh, come on. Like you did many things. Remember the time we got in the suitcase? We squished yeah, into well, the that's, suitcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was the, what did they call that thing where they use two, ro- two strings to pluck your eyebrows? What was that? Threading. Threading. That's it. Threading. I did threading. Yeah. Yes, yes. Anyway, so I was looking at the Indo yesterday. So when I saw this woman with the snail in her face, I was like, what's this? What's going on here? And it, her name is Eva. And so she ate snails for the first time back in 2010, 2011, and just was like, oh my God, these are so delicious. Came back to Ireland, couldn't get snails anywhere. So herself and her partner own, as you do, they said, we're going to set up a snail farm. Right. So they're in Carlo. So they now raise these these snails called Helix Asperza Muller. Okay. And what happens is they're kept in these like really strict conditions. So they're fed a controlled diet. So not normal geeky snail thingies right you know so almost like organic snails and one of the things i love what she said because you're like i want to be a snail farmer what do you need she said you don't need a lot of space obviously <laughs> you only need about uh, an acre and you can get about 10 tons of snails a uh, year out of that <laughs> and then she was saying because she was asked obviously what about irish people and snail eating and she said there is a real psychological barrier with a lot of irish people yeah they just look at snails and they go no. Have you ever had snails? No, because I definitely have this psychological barrier. Yeah, I've had them. They were, they were nice in garlic. Well, this is garlic what she's butter. saying. She's saying a lot of people go with the garlic butter, but her thing is snails, like tempura snails. Oh, yeah. And then she said they're lovely because they're really nice and meaty. And sometimes they're called the mussels of the land. Yeah. But no, I'm just, but, I but, couldn't but, know. But why does she have them on her face if she's going to eat them? I don't know. I just made a good picture. Well, would you, would you? She dragged <laughs> me in with that. You know, like, I thought like it was Would you put due. a prawn on your face before you ate it? No. no but or I, a steak. But I suppose, do you know the thing though that I thought when I saw that, because I'm glad you pointed it out, it kind of, the snail looks nice and friendly on her face. And then I'm thinking, she's grabbing that snail now and just boiling it and eating it in tempura. Yeah. Do you know the things that, I remember I was in a restaurant in Paris and it's, do you know the thing we have for poaching eggs? Yeah. If you can imagine a similar thing, but with sort of, I think could be 16 smaller little things. Okay. And that's where you put your, your snails right. into them. There's boiling water underneath. Are they dead? I think they're dead. No, I think they're boiling them. It's like lobster. No, they're, they'll be poaching them. Poached them in, in garlic butter. Yeah, I know, but I, I bet you they're alive. It was nice anyway. It was nice. I'd give anything a go once. And you, as you say, it's hard to get them here. Well, no, you can get them in Carlo now. Yeah. Eva will give you a, a few of them. I wonder, could you curry a snail? I'd say you could. You could curry anything. Could you curry its favour? Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I reckon you could curry anything. Yeah, you There's could. There's only a handful of ingredients and it's a curry. Yeah, yeah. I'm go- it's a curry night tonight, yeah. whether you like it or not. Oh, no, sure, you know, I love it. Love you love curry. a bit of curry. I love a bit of curry. You, you like it hot. You like it hot. What? Why did you have to say that twice? You like it hot. <laughs> you can edit it. The, I the second it will. <laughs> that did sound creepy. That's like we were watching uh, the morning shows back on Apple. Yeah. With um, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Do your Jennifer Aniston impersonation. <sighs> Very good. That's all she does. <laughs> and I'm I'm sorry because I have now ruined that show for you because that's all she does. And I have now brought your attention to it. Yeah. And throughout it, she just goes. <sighs> Do all actors not do that? No. When they're not talking? Oh, Jesus Christ, it's so annoying. Yeah. 
It's a weird she, show. She's in it. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, Witherspoon, Steve Carell, and then loads of other people. Anyway, last night, there's a big, you don't need to know the, the details of it, but she's been interviewed about her relationship with the Steve Carell character, who's mm. Mitch. And they did have a little dalliance, but nobody knows. Uh, and they edited it so that... There's no pause. There's no pause. Yeah. Because when, when she asks, what, what was the nature of your relationship with Mitch? She does this big... <sighs> we were best friends. So instead of taking the breath and the eye roll, yeah. they just went straight to... We were best friends. See? Yeah. The power of... Ed- I don't know about that show. I think it's, again, I'm just finding it... Like, they're really unlikable. All the characters. Unlike- they're she all as much as said, arseholes. She as much as said, because of her position, she's lost her empathy. That's what she said in talking to Reese Witherspoon. She says, I've become so it, sort of in a bubble. My ego is so huge <laughs> and I am so removed from everybody else yeah. that I have lost all sense of compassion and... Who would say that? Well, I don't know, a psychopath. Yeah. Maybe. But a psychopath probably, they wouldn't be that self-aware so they wouldn't say it. So she's just crazy ego. Just the character. A, ba- a badly written character, probably. No, because I think there's there's the part there that you go, there are... You know, within that industry, there are huge egos mm. and a lot of knobs. And so much money in America <laughs> compared to here. Ridiculous. Yeah. Private jets and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Can I just, well, seeing as I just want to say this and you might edit it out. Okay. But there was there was an article in the Times on Friday by a lady. She's the CEO of Drink Aware. Now, Drink Aware is an organisation, charity organisation funded by the drinks industry. And you have to read it because it's a, it's a major work of contorting logic. Like it's beyond belief. So in some way she has, she wants us to believe that the media are responsible for people drinking too much. Not once in the article does she mention advertising, sponsorship, uh, you know, aiming drink products at younger people. None of that. And the fact that, that she had, was given the opportunity to write for a national paper, a paper of record and not questioned in any way about the fact that her paymasters are the drink industry. It's just beyond belief. And it, it, it reflects very poorly on this country. And if we're going to change anything about anything in the country, not just drink, we have to change that sort of rubbish. Mm. I'm just so annoyed. I'm so annoyed by it. But is it not utterly mental that an organisation called Drink Aware is funded by the industry? But like, that makes a complete... Like, joke of the organisation. Yeah. But the sole purpose of any organisation, and this is capitalism, and that's fine, I accept that, is to make profit. Yeah. And if you are a drinks industry or a drinks company, in order to make profit, you have to sell more drink. Mm. (laughs) So there's no way in any world, you know, in any parallel universe, that you're going to fund an organisation that will reduce the sale of your product. That's not going to happen. It's just, it's, it's daft. No, and 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 really, really less important things. Um, I'm actually getting used to wearing tracksuit bottoms with the with the elasticated ankle on them. Right. I thought I never would. Okay. Let me you, stand up there and give us a look. You now. used to slag me about the my flared ones. Oh, gee. But they're back in now. They're not way. There were Canterbury ones, and I saw a guy in the shop with yeah. a similar pair the other day. Well, what age was he though? Don't know. Twenty. <laughs> stand up and let give us a look. All right. I don't really know what to say. They're trackies. So yeah. they're much a million times better than the flares. Are they? Yeah, yeah. A yeah. million times. Yeah. Like a million times. There was a moment where you were driving down 
to Waterford, I think. And you had to get out of the car. I think with Kate, you were delivering somewhere too. And a friend of mine was there and he saw you and he just went, Jesus, get back in that car. <laughs> get back in that car. Don't be going outside now and those but surely flares. But your, your Buddha thing would just, who cares? That's not me. I'm talking about my friend. Yeah, I know, but you should Don't be, be doing your flicky hand Buddha thing. <laughs> It's quite dismissive. No, it's not. Because I'm buying into it completely. I'm, you're, you're my... I have so many books for you to read. You're my mentor. I actually have to stop. You're my mentor. I have to stop. I was told the other day by a potential mentor, beautiful human being who I'm in contact with, maybe it's time to put away books and just do get it. down to yeah, it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's lovely advice. Um, Spotify reminded me, and it, this is mad because... You know, you, you go, who listens to Spotify? What age are they? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they mo- they know their audience, Spotify do, and it's a global audience. Um, but they say that it's 50 years since the release of the album that this appears on. By a moon shadow, moon shadow, moon shadow. Leaping and hopping on a moon shadow, moon shadow, moon shadow. And if I ever lose my hand, Lose my plow, lose my land. Wow. Lovely. Yeah. Such a beautiful voice. Such an amazing voice. What was that other song of his that we used to play many years ago? I love my dog as much as I love you. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, I love my dog as much as I That would have been a half, ton, a half ten song. Oh, uh, would it? Yeah. Oh, it was a half tenner. A half ten song, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, half ten was always a Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, world music or something like that. So that's about it now. <laughs> <laughs> What's the plan for the rest of the day? Uh, um, I, I, Are you doing anything in those tracksuit bottoms? You're going to change that clock. Oh right, it's Am time I? to change the clock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, I can go up and do it. I have to go to a shop. I can go up and do it and send you pictures. I can stand there and FaceTime you. I tell you what, my the level in my life, <laughs> everything has got so like it's by simplifying everything. The things that some people just take as normal things to do have become so huge in my life. Yeah. Going to a shop is such okay. a horrific thing for me to do. Going to a shop, talking on the phone. You know, I knew, you know, talking like on living, the phone. I don't, you're living. No, no, I'm completely <laughs> living. I'm just not doing those things. Right. Okay. And actually, very quickly before we go, I read a really good piece and actually I related so much to it. And it was in, I don't know, one of the papers, I think it was even last weekend. And it was Elizabeth Day. Uh, she's an author and she has her own podcast, How to Fail. And she was writing about the fact that um, it's surprising to a lot of people who know her, but she definitely classes, classifies herself as an introvert. And I can completely relate to that because as somebody who always would have said, no, I'm totally an extrovert. And people around me would have said, definitely an extrovert. I have learned as my life has gone on that in fact, I am an introvert. And one of the big things about that is hating talking on the phone. Because it takes, it's, it actually takes too much out of you. You need to be face to face, one on one with a person talking to them. And a phone conversation is just horror, a horror story. Well, you could, you could argue that yeah. a phone conversation isn't natural. Yeah. You know, because our ancestors, the only way they could talk to each other was face to face. Yes, which is completely natural. And also you're giving the person your full attention. Yeah. And you're seeing all the non-verbal communication things, you know. The closing of the eyes, the movement of the hands. Yes. And also a phone call. When you receive that phone call, a lot of the time it doesn't suit. And then when you phone another person because it, it suits suit you, it doesn't suit them. Yeah. So you've, you're already unbalanced as opposed to when you meet somebody that you have actually met them to have a chat. Anyway, I just thought it was very interesting. And her thing about it is, and I've read this before, is that you you 
take how you know that you are an introvert or an extrovert. So if you're an extrovert, you get your energy from being out with others that that energizes you. Whereas I get my energy from actually being on my own. And I love being with people, but then I need to retreat and be back on my own again. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, on that, geez, we've run out of time. Look, we'll have to tell you about emails. Jenny and Ray home at gmail.com. We love getting them. And uh, thanks a million. Anne, I'm going to read your email out next week. And thanks a million to everybody who's sending in emails. Because we're, we're just getting back into it. Yeah. This is only, uh, what, three? three. Yeah, yeah. 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 So a lot of people don't even know we're back on. And thanks again to Ian Dempsey, because when he mentioned it, he imagine that he mentioned our podcast oh, on yeah. the radio. As in on my on, on, on Radio One on Radio One the other day. Oh yeah, and I, I got a bounce. You give us a couple of plugs, and I'm you've not, got I'm, a bloody radio show. I'm, I'm, I'm don't think I'm allowed. What do you mean not allowed? Not allowed. What are you going to do? What? What are you going to do? I don't know. Bring me into the office and. We can give him. What? I don't know what I was going <laughs> to say there. Detention. Detention. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. Just slide in. Slide in. See if you can do it this week. On the slide. What do I get if I do? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Right. Good luck. See good you. luck. Bye, See bye, you. Bye. bye. Talk to you next week. <laughs>